I'm Julie. Welcome to Mom Made Plans Podcast, where we talk about the ultimate life hack of self-awareness plus intentional living. It's an empowering journey, but don't worry, I keep you humble by remembering God is in control. And today we have an awesome episode with guest Sasha Star Robertson, and we are talking about the buzzword me time. And I just want to say if scrolling your phone at the end of the night is your me time for the day, then you're not really filling your cup. It's not doing its purpose. So let's redefine me time, realize that you can have it no matter what stage of motherhood you're in, and that inviting God into your me time is going to actually help you get to the source of the peace you're looking for. Experiment with having some fun again and being a happier mom. How about that? All right. Welcome to the podcast, Sasha. Tell us um, a little bit about you, what you do, well, who you are, all the good stuff. Well, first, I want to say thank you so much for having me, Julie. It's it's such an honor. Um, well, I am Sasha Star Robertson. I am an intentional living and biblical mindset coach for busy Christian moms. Um, so I think we're speaking to the same crowd here, which is really awesome. I love that God is just calling us up to, even in the season of motherhood, to still show up for him and love him and serve him and do good works for his kingdom. Um, I am the host of the Intentional Abundant Life podcast, and um, I have created a life and goals planner um, that really helps dig into who you are. And um, I'm a mom by adoption. So I am super blessed. Uh, We're actually in the adoption journey again. I am a Jesus freak and I am married to my best friend for 13 years now, which is like, wow, already 13 years. (laughs) I feel, yeah, time flies on that. (laughs) That's amazing. Awesome. Well, I definitely want to dive into, um, more at the end of what you have. Cause I love that we're on the same, same path of intentional living and just Jesus at the root. And so we're on that path of checking boxes and just being intentional with our time and everything that we do. And I just wanted to take this time in the podcast to pause a little bit because we're so used to being efficient and productive and all the things. And just to stop and pause for a second and talk about the big me time word. And I feel like for so many moms, you're just really in the thick of it, especially when you have super littles and you can feel like you're just in survival mode. And like the thought of me time is like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, I can't even go to the bathroom by myself. Like, (laughs) how do I, how do I get this? And it can be hard sometimes even just wrap your brain around like, okay, I know this is important. Like, how do I, how do I even think about me time? What does that look like? And so I just wanted to start us out, um, by letting you kind of speak to that a little bit of just how we start the process of thinking about me time and when we're in the thick of everything. Yeah. Man, I feel like I could speak on this for a long time, so I'll try to (laughs) keep it brief for this uh, podcast episode, but um, I think it's really important to remember, even in the season of early motherhood, like, of course, when your kid is just a couple of months old, right? They need you for everything to support their head, to you're their source of food. They need you every two hours or so. Um, That is, that is a season where, yeah, you are 
the life support for somebody else. But very quickly, our kids grow out of this. They're no longer these helpless babies. I think even my son was like a year and a half old and already trying to make his own peanut butter and jelly sandwich and, (laughs) and things like that. And so I think it's very easy to get stuck in this. Our kids need us, you know, for everything, um, and transition out of that to our kids are their own humans. Like they're their own people Mm -hmm. and we need to allow them the space to grow and have their own autonomy and exercise responsibility and self-control and all the things that, you know, we want them to be able to do as adults, but starting that really early and not getting stuck in that, like our kids need us for every last little thing and Mm -hmm. kind of swooping in as this, um, I want to say like savior complex, which is something that you can find a lot in the adoption community um, with adoptive parents, you know, can, can very easily take on this mindset, but I often see it outside of the adoption community as well, where our kids, every beck and call we're jumping in and answering for. So I think that's a first like kind of mindset shift that we could take and remembering that we are our own human beings. We are valuable and worthy and seen and loved and called and chosen by God, even if we didn't show up and serve everyone else in our community, everyone else in our family, in our home. Obviously, that is our highest calling and our greatest responsibility is to be there for our kids and our home and our spouse. Um, But we are humans outside of that. We are individuals. And so remembering that, I think I, the saying, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup is a very common phrase, right? Mm -hmm. Which I feel two ways about for one. Yeah, we absolutely cannot pour from an empty cup, but where is your cup being poured into? Mm -hmm. And so first and foremost, I think it looks like making sure we're getting quiet and spending time with the Lord daily. Like his mercies are new every morning. And if we are not going to seek him daily, there's a part of us that's not being poured into, which means we're not going to be as effective in pouring out. And then the other aspect I think is like we have goals and desires and dreams and and joys that truly I believe are put in our hearts by God. And if we're continually neglecting those, then there's a part of us that that feels like it's missing or feels like um, it's not measuring up. And so I think it's important to recognize those things. If you love running, if you love painting, if you love macrame, if you love reading, whatever it is that is your thing that you feel filled up by and you feel is bringing you joy and peace, it's okay to do those things. It's actually important for you to do those things. And it's important for your kids to see you doing those things. Because if we're just being the mom, especially if we have daughters pouring out, pouring out, being a doormat, like servant to the, to that extent, that's the example that we're setting for them. So when they grow up, they're also going to have a tendency to neglect their self-care mm-hmm. and their me time and not pour from an, a cup that's overflowing because that's the example that we've set for them. So for sure. And I so do many, want to interject so really quick to speak to that. Cause I have talked to people who, so if you are struggling to even be like, I don't know what I enjoy anymore. It's been too long. I don't know. So just to speak to that of encouraging you, if you're not sure what that thing is, if you're like, Oh, well I don't paint, I don't run. Like, I don't know. Um, to just stop and two things like do a, a brain dump of maybe what that was in the past or just 
just quickly what comes to mind of what lights you up and you pray on it. And even if that looks like your me time looks like five minutes of praying, like God, help me see what brings me joy. Like help me find that again. So I just wanted to bring that in for those that are lost and don't even know what fills them up, brain dump and pray into it and let God, God show you. Yes. And amen. The brain dump (laughs) is such a powerful and effective tool. Like especially for moms. I feel like because we can walk by the laundry basket and then we're, we're thinking about that needs to be done. And then we walk by the sink and we're thinking about that needs to be done. And then our kid needs something like our minds are constantly (laughs) in a state of like thinking about all the things. And so sitting down and dumping that out, getting it on paper, like is so effective and bringing in that peace and clarity in your mind. Um, and I just want to add to, to that list that you, you had too write down, you know, in that brain dump, whatever comes to mind and then try things. Yes. Even I think looking at what, what other people are doing and trying them, like, I don't know how to paint. Like, I'm never going to like that. I remember going to a women's retreat once where one of the activities that they had for us to do was watercolor paint. And I've never done watercolor before, like maybe as a kid in art class, (laughs) but I sat down followed the direction of, you know, what one of the ladies who was more experienced in it was doing. And I went home from that retreat and bought watercolor paints and some paper because I was like, wow, this brought me so much peace and it was so relaxing. And so I have a collection of kind of crafty activities that I can do on my own, or I can even do with my kid. And that's even a way for me to get some me time too, is to like, let my kid do an activity and I do it next to him. Same thing with, with the time in the word and the quiet time, encouraging and teaching and equipping our kids that this is something that we should value. So let's set the timer for five minutes or 10 minutes. Like, I don't know if my son could go more than five minutes because he's in the very rambunctious toddler phase right now, (laughs) but I can encourage him to be quiet for five minutes while I sit there and pray or five minutes while I read the word. And then again, we're setting that example for them too. So don't be afraid to try things. And just because they don't work right away, try them again. Maybe it was yeah. just that day or whatever else. Just experimenting. Yeah. I think there's so much to that of just take the opportunity to have fun trying new things and maybe you hate it. Oh, well, at least, you know, like, and move yeah. on. And I just love that made me think about what you were giving that example. Um, I feel like it has to be, we have this perception that it has to be this long time, um, for me time or whatever that it can be just little bits throughout the day, even, and taking five minutes or something and choosing if it's important to you, like the way you treat, it's important to teach my kids to say, please, and learn how to write and read. Like those are things that you value and make important in your life. And you take action on that. So if this me time and yourself, like give it value, if that's really important, then you make some time for it, whether that's five minutes or 20 minutes or whatever, like you just need to decide this is important. Yes. Yeah. I'm so grateful that you brought that up because that was one of the things that I was going to mention too, is schedule it. Like if you're, if you're listening to this podcast, I can imagine you are a mom that's all about productivity. Like you make plans and just as you would make plans for taking your kid to soccer practice or that dentist appointment, like make plans for time with God and make plans for you. 
and schedule it, put it on your calendar. I have on my calendar every morning, like at a minimum 30 to 45 minutes before any activity that I have each morning, which is, it's pretty standard. Um, I have my morning routine block put into there. So I know exactly what time I have to wake up and I know what my morning routine consists of. And I have time for the, for going to the gym scheduled on my calendar. I have time for, you know, date nights with my husband scheduled on my calendar. Whatever is important to you, put it on the calendar and, and make it happen and keep that commitment to yourself because mm-hmm. it's important for you to be able to continue showing up and serving your family in the capacity that you want to and to continue showing up and serving in your in the workplace, whether that's outside of your home in a volunteering capacity or you're working full time or you have your own business or you have a, a side hustle, whatever it is for you to continue pouring out, you need to be able to recharge your batteries in that sense. And um, I was listening to I was actually went to a random church last week and the sermon was like specifically for me. It was a group of ladies um, who were up there talking And one of them had said, you know, when you schedule an appointment with your doctor, like he's counting on you being there and, and most likely you're counting on being there too. Like, you're like, yes, this is on my calendar. I'm finally going to go and get answers or whatever else. And, and God's like sitting up there with his date book, you know, planner. (laughs) And he's like, just waiting for your name to show up on his date book. Like he, he wants relationship with you. He wants to be with you. He wants to pour into you and, and witness you doing works in his kingdom and have that relationship and that intimacy with him. And so that's the best thing is put it on your calendar and then respect it as if you would a doctor's appointment, as if you would your child's soccer practice or whatever it is. Yes. I love that. I am all about, if you want to make it happen, write it down. So yeah, make it that priority. Um, whatever that is, that's, that's such a great imagery to think about. Gosh, just like, okay, I'm waiting to see, like, he's excited. He's like, okay, when's your name popping up? When are you going to talk to me? And like seeing you, you are created uniquely. Um, and so he's just waiting to see you like feed into that. Like you can't just pick whatever random things and be like, okay, this is my thing, or this is my routine. This is what my friend is doing. And this is her me time. And this is her schedule. And it's gotta be unique to you. And that's good and bad. <laughs> it's hard. Cause you yeah. have to trial and error and experiment and find things. Um, yeah. like, I will say I'm a huge ahead. advocate of, and, and people often want to shoot the messenger when I say this, mm-hmm. but I am a huge advocate of rising before your family to get in the word, right? Because as a mom, especially if you have littles in the home, as soon as you open the word, those spiritual attacks are probably going to come. Like Mm -hmm. all of a sudden your kid spills chocolate milk all over the floor and whatever. Um, And so I'm a huge advocate and proponent of that, but also like, please do not beat yourself up. If, if that's just not you try it, right. Try to try it for a certain period of time, work to be consistent with it, because I'll tell you, going straight to God's word and to him in prayer, like first thing before the chaos ensues in your home (laughs) is, is so life-giving, but also don't neglect 
those small moments throughout the day, because they can be just as rewarding. You know, you're reading a little devotion to your kids or something like that, or an opportunity comes up where you just are, are seeing the glory of God or, um, a moment of praise, like take the time when you, when I see an ambulance, every time I stop and pray over wherever that ambulance is going. And so, um, never neglect those small moments throughout the day to just pray unceasingly plug into God whenever you can, or, you know, those five minutes of like, Oh, I can run up and down the stairs for five minutes and get in this like quick activity, um, or whatever, whatever it is painting with your kids, those things. So don't beat yourself up. If, if the morning routine getting up at 530 in the morning isn't working for you, just tweak your calendar and try to find other ways where you can fit it in. Yes. Yes. I love that because I feel like so many times we don't do it because we're not that person or whatever. And so it's just like, Oh, I can never, I can never do that. And so, okay, don't, that's fine. Don't just wipe it out altogether just because that one particular time frame style doesn't work for you. Like, does it have benefit? Yes. And maybe that will come into play at some point when the kids are older or whatever, and don't wake up as early or something. But, um, yeah, I love the idea of just don't give up on it based on some schedule that you think this has to look like that motherhood has to look like, um, to yeah, make it your own. Um, and I did want to, in making it your own, just speak to, um, in figuring out this, this me time and, um, time with God. Cause really the root is what we're looking for is to escape the chaos. Like that is when we talk about me time, if you boil it down, you're just trying to have some quiet, just have no one touching you or asking you questions, like just to remember who you are. Um, so just to speak to encouraging, like, remember why you're doing this. It's not just to check a box that like, oh, as moms, we apparently need me time. Let me check this off. Like you have to make it have impact for you. Um, so yeah, if you want to speak to any like specific, how we figure out the right times, like, is it, does me time look the same every day? What, what are some practical takeaways of like, what, yeah. What does me time look like on a regular basis? Well, well, first I want to speak to what you had just said about like escaping the chaos, right? I think that's, that's kind of like this idea of what me time and self-care is like, I, I am passionately against this, like mommy needs her wine culture, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I think that's, it's something that we can so easily like label as me time or self-care, um, or even like the staying up late and scrolling social media is like, people will sometimes label that as their me time. But if you break it down at the core, like it's actually self-sabotage, you're actually like sleep revenging at that point. (laughs) And there are people, I I have a client who I'm working with now that sometimes it can be a little maddening, but I believe in this outcome for her that she's trying to desire because she struggles to get up that 30 minutes earlier, whatever it is. I said, just try 15 minutes this week, you know, but but instead she's like, at the end of the day, her brain is just fried and she just wants to relax. And so she'll lay in bed with her phone and like scroll social media and whatever else, because our minds are telling us like, this is a way that we can escape the chaos. 
And it's like the phone and the notifications and whatever, like they are designed to, to keep us hooked and they produce this serotonin in our brains. And so we can easily think that this is me time, or we can label it as that, but, but in all honesty, it's, it's not giving us what we need or what we truly desire. And so even flipping the script on that is like not waiting till the end of the day when you're running off of scraps and fumes to take this Mm -hmm. time to, to try and pour into yourself with things that aren't actually benefiting and helping at the root core. That's why I always suggest the flipping it to the morning routine, setting a bedtime, holding those firm boundaries for yourselves, just as you would for your kids, right? We can also often say, well, it's seven 30 or it's eight o'clock and it's bedtime and we'll hold our kids to that. But for ourselves, we're like, oh, just one more episode. Or, you know, I'll just scroll for 15 more minutes or whatever else. Um, So keep those boundaries for yourself because they're for your good. That's being a good steward of of yourself and your autonomy and like what God has given you. Um, Flip that script. I encourage in the morning, like I had said, um, but I love the picture that's painted in in Mark uh, 12, verse 30. And it actually comes from Deuteronomy 6, where um, God calls us to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our mind, and all of our strength. And it's the Mark version that hits on all four of those points. I think the Deuteronomy's um, heart, soul, and might or something like that, heart, mind, and and might or something. Um, Anyways, I love those four areas from Mark chapter four or um, Mark chapter 12, because I think those are very good pictures of our health right? Our heart is our emotional health. Our soul is our spiritual health. Our mind is our mental health and our strength is our physical health. And to me, God just painted this picture of how this is like biblical self-care. And so I encourage women to sit down and do a brain dump again, like we had talked about of all of these things that bring us joy, that bring us peace, that fill our cup. Um, all the things that, um, bring us back to center or like make us feel level or find balance and harmony mm-hmm. instead of these swings of ups and downs, right? Like yeah. I have to pour into my family. Well, now I need to escape. I need to pour into my family. Now I need to escape. Yeah. What are the things that make your heart sing, that make you smile, that fire you up? Like if you just sit in awareness of the present moment and get into that habit, you'll be more able to recognize them. Just like you said, Julie, pray about it. Just ask God for five minutes to bring things to mind. Sit down and do that brain dump and then categorize them in these categories of heart, soul, mind, and strength. And you're going to see quite a few of these activities are going to overlap. They're going to be things that are for your, your heart and your soul or your heart and your mind, or maybe all three or maybe all four. And so to me, those are going to pull out this kind of like categorizing is going to pull out the most effective, simple, quick self-care activities or me time activities that you can do for yourself because they're pouring into all four of these like health areas for you. And they're going to help you truly pour out from, from a cup that is overflowing. And so just an example here, one of my things is swimming. And I just recently found this like this year where I go swimming and and swim laps at the pool. I've done it, stepped out into it for like the physical, the strength reasons, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm actually training for a triathlon. And so that's the reason that I started swimming. 
well, I found when I'm in the pool, like I had a tough day or, you know, I felt like I wasn't being a good mom that day, or my husband and I headed buds, or I had a, um, a poor discussion with a friend or whatever it is. These are all things that have happened in the day before I've gone swimming and I go swimming, all the notifications are gone. It's just me and the water and my breathing and God. So I'm working on my physical strength, but man, it has been so rewarding for my mind to just clear my thoughts. It has been so rewarding for my heart just to get back to an emotional level. Like I can go in the pool, like frazzled and come out just feeling like that is exactly what I needed. And then I love this picture that, you know, um, Yahweh is like back in the day or back in the day, back in the day, you know, Mm -hmm. um, the original, I think Hebrew, I think is what it breaks down to. doesn't have the vowels in the word Yahweh. And so, um, when you look at it, it, it's kind of like the sound of our breath. So it's like, Mm -hmm. and so, I just, somebody painted that picture for me, shared it in in my group on Facebook or something like that. And, and I just focus on that when I'm swimming. Now, every breath that I take is like, thank you, Lord, for this breath that you have put in my lungs. Thank you for this body that you have given me. Thank you for this space on my calendar for me to be able to do this. Mm -hmm. And, and so it fills my soul too. So that is an activity for me that hits all four of those areas. So I know if I prioritize swimming once a week, I am helping with that me time. I am helping with that balance and that harmony in my life. So I'm not having these swings of, man, I just need to escape the chaos because I know I have time coming up on my calendar. Yeah. Another thing that I strongly recommend is honoring the Sabbath, whether whatever day that looks like for you. I know some people can get uppity, whether it's Saturday or Sunday or whatever. I don't care if you and your spouse and your family are off on Wednesdays, make Wednesday yourself, your, your Sabbath, right. Where you're just not going to work. My family fasts from social media and basically electronics that day. You know, we don't have our smartwatches on. We try to not have our phones in our hands as much as possible. We don't get on social media. We just spend time with the Lord and resting and with family. And it has been so rewarding because it helps us show up better the other six days of the week, because we know the Sabbath is coming. And so I think to get out of that mindset of like, I just need to escape and like escape the chaos and have this me time, put it on the top, just like your tithings, put it on the top, just like your budget, put the, put that on the top. Um, when we're budgeting our time, I think it's really important to make sure we're putting God and ourselves at the top because we're moms. It's always going to be coming at us. There's never going to be a moment of the day that somebody else isn't looking to us for something. Our husband's looking for the deodorant that's right there in front of his face in the cupboard. You know, it's like, it's never going to end. (laughs) Yeah, no, I love that viewpoint and just finding that thing to fill lots of categories and yeah, the Sabbath of just breaking it down. I love the idea of having lists and categories of you have some go-to or like, okay, what are some quick things that I can insert in my day that are going to refuel me and allow me to take that breath that is like a little mini Sabbath of rejuvenating. And then what are the moments in the calendar that are bigger chunks and give me more of that. And I love that because we're always having to make decisions and just to make it easy, like give yourself a little list and you're like, okay, I have a minute, like just look at the list and be like, okay, that sounds good. I'm going to do that. Like, don't waste your time figuring out what should I do right now for me time. Just go ahead and make this list that you can 
like hang up or whatever and just reference and find those ways to recharge in the little few minutes and in the longer times when you can. Um, I think that's a great um, way to do it. And just that result of more peace in your day and finding more joy and just like bringing you to life that you're not always responding to all the things that you get a chance to be proactive and identify what's important to you. Um, so that's what this is all about, like redefining me time and what that looks like. And hopefully this has all been super helpful of tactical things, um, and just mindset of how to approach it and just be free to make it what you need it to be and not have to go by some random mom routine you found that you think is the one fit for everyone. And the me time uh, for your friend is the same for you. So just re reset that button and let's pray on it, list it out, find your plan. Um, is there anything else, Sasha, that you want to share that we haven't talked about or anything you have going on that you would like to share? Um, one thing that I do want to encourage is this verse from first Thessalonians 5, 16, 17, and 18, where it says, rejoice always pray without ceasing and give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of God and Jesus Christ for you. And I just think about that verse and, you know, as moms, like we've been talking about, like we all know, like it's always coming at us. Like we have a tendency to live in this constant state of chaos, um, to a certain extent, but we can even rejoice in that season because it is not forever. Um, Amen. and then pray without <laughs> ceasing. Like that is a way that we are going to constantly be poured into. Yeah. Like there are times my son, he's a toddler. He is stubborn. He makes messes. He wants to control everything. Um, and so just saying, Lord, help me speak with, you know, your fruit of the spirit right now to him in this moment. Um, and just remembering that he is always inclining his ear to us. And even if we don't know what to pray, we can just say Jesus and this, the Holy spirit will intercede on our behalf and he will come into that moment and give us that peace and that gentleness, and then give thanks in all circumstances. I love somebody recently pointed this out. It doesn't say give thanks for all circumstances, right? There are a lot of circumstances that are very tough that I am not like, thank you, Lord, for this (laughs) extremely difficult moment. Right. But we can give thanks in all circumstances because for one, we know it's not permanent Mm -hmm. and in, in every circumstance, even the tough ones, like God is still going to be working good for those who love him. There is still fruits in that of what we can learn about ourselves or about him or about others that we can show up. You know, they say our children's misbehavior is the perfect opportunity to express unconditional love and to show them example of God's love. And so just remembering, um, that from first Thessalonians five is, is such a great picture too. And I think this helps incorporate the me time in those moments, because anytime we are looking to the face of God and we are seeking him out, like he is going to be pouring into us to make us more equipped to not have that chaos in our brains, to be able to respond with all the fruits of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, um, faithfulness, goodness, self-control. Um, so the fruit of the spirit, another verse to just cling to memorize. I love it. It's our family verse and motto. And I have, obviously the listeners can't see, but this 
we have multiple fruit of the spirit shirts in our home. And there have been times we've been in those difficult moments where my son just points at my shirt and he Mm. points at patience. And I'm like, he doesn't even know what patience is, but the Lord is working through him in those moments. And so, um, just encouraging you all in that. Um, you had asked anything I have going on, not at the moment. Um, I actually, I'm going to take that back. I have, and, and Julie, I would love if you would want to be a part of this. Um, I'm holding a little mom friends, um, in May, kind of like a little virtual summit where, um, coaches for moms, moms who just have encouragement and value, um, tips for living mom life. Well, um, are going to come together and do this little virtual summit, just pouring into you as moms this month. And you're going to leave with pages of notes. You're going to leave filled up, um, from all of these various speakers. It's a totally free event. It's called I am mom. Um, and so that's going to be Tuesday, May 17th. And, um, awesome. That it's going to be fabulous. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Powerful. And then, um, if anyone's interested, I'm Sasha Star Robertson on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And um, intentionalabundance.life is my website where you can find all the links for all the things. Perfect. And I will put that in the show notes as well. But this has been amazing, such awesome perspective, and just always coming back to God and being the source of peace. And that's the true reason we even talk about me time is we want more peace and quiet. And so I think this was just a fantastic conversation. Thank you so much for just pouring out and giving us um, all of this wisdom and insight. I so appreciate your time. Thank you so much, Julie. I appreciate being here. All right. Sasha brought us some great perspective and I just wanted to take a quick second here at the end to just recap and do a couple highlights of just like the main takeaway for you guys after today's conversation about me time. It's such a buzzword. And I hope this helped you just kind of reframe what that looks like and to not neglect it, that it is a priority and that you should treat it that way. And just that really practical approach of just kind of brain dump listing out, okay, what are some things that light me up, give me a little peace and just enjoyment and kind of put those into categories. I love that idea um, of kind of filling that heart, soul, mind, and strength category. It's a great way to um, look at it that she shared with us. And so just I encourage you to um, make this list and figure out what activities kind of fall within that. It can be reading a book, going for a walk, um, a little dance party. I love me some kitchen dance parties. And that's an opportunity when you're like, I don't want you to listen to this episode and come at me like, no, I don't have time for any of this. Yes, you do. She referenced a great example of like, if you have to, this me time can include your kids. Like if I'm filled up by a kitchen dance party, my kids can dance out with me in there and I can still be refilling, you know? So I just want you to just put the excuses aside, make your list. Some of these things, ideally we want to be alone. Um, but there's a way to make it happen if you want to. And so just come up with ideas that maybe just even inserting a few minutes in into your day and finding ways to like get an hour 
or whatever that you can schedule in. Maybe that's gym time or whatever that might look like, a class, um, whatever you need. This is important because you're in a constant state of just like giving out as moms and you're going to do a better job if you can pause for a minute and reset. You know those times where you just have to walk away, like you just, you're sitting in the car in the Target parking lot. Like, this is important, so I want you to give yourself this time and use these tools to come up with a list of ideas and don't waste your time being like, oh, what should I do right now? Like, you've already got a list of ideas that you can pick from, and yeah, so redefine that me time, schedule it in your calendar when you can, make yourself a priority and just get more peace in your day. That's what that's what this is about, guys. More peace in your life. We're all about building a simpler lifestyle and more peace. So let's get some of it. All right. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I pray this episode gave you new insights and encouragement. Now there's no like button on podcasts. So it means literally everything if you scroll down and take a moment to leave a review. And don't forget to bless your fellow moms and friends with these takeaways by sharing on social and of course tag me so I can see what's helping you. And as always, check the show notes for any helpful resources that I mention. All right, go check some boxes.